This short recording will be an inquiry into my practice as a link lecturer on the Mental Health Nursing Bachelor course at the University of Bedfordshire. The focus will be to look at this part of my job through the lens of nursing pedagogy and share any insights I've gained. Pre-registration nursing education programmes are currently required to have at least 50% of the curriculum time in clinical practice, where students will be assessed and graded on their skills and competence, NMC 2018. With the COVID-19 pandemic, many mental health nursing community teams are working remotely. Many nursing students are also therefore working remotely, both in their studies and their clinical placements. Examples of remote placements are community mental health teams. The student works from home using a platform such as Microsoft Teams to attend the morning huddle, which is a short morning meeting, and then subsequent virtual meetings throughout the day. Consent is obtained before a student attends a meeting with a service user and they are introduced. The student is then encouraged to write care notes under the supervision of the practice supervisor. As with any changes, some students have adapted well to this, but there are many challenges with online placements, such as a lack of structured time, difficulty having clinical proficiency signed off, anxiety around expectations, both from the practice assessor and the student themselves. So, how can students working remotely be supported in their learning? Support is provided at a class level with opportunities to reflect on clinical experiences. Gathering informal feedback has been one way to assess how students are faring with all the changes. Hardavella and colleagues found that receiving and giving feedback was an essential component of healthcare education. She found that informal feedback was one effective way to do this. I, f I therefore started this inquiry by gathering feedback. The comments below reflect this. The placement could be improved through better organisation and planning for students. However, staff are much more supportive of students now than a few months ago. For context, this comment was made in February 2021, a year into the COVID-19 pandemic. The second comment says, less face-to-face -face interactions due to current pandemic. However, service provision goes on, ensuring continuity of care amidst all the uncertainties. Both these comment comments show the challenges and equally the opportunities that are created with online clinical placements. One of the key issues that has been brought up is the difficulty students are encountering in filling out their practice assessment documentation when working remotely. Many nursing proficiencies are physical skills such as taking vital signs or venipuncture. To address this issue, I've employed action learning sets originally proposed by Reg Ravens and cited by Hopkins et al. This study found that using action learning sets that ask critical questions increased participants' confidence to explore different perspectives when engaged in problem solving. Using action learning sets is informed by Bandura's concept of social cognitive learning theory. From the action learning sets, a few themes emerged. One was timetabling. Ensuring a student has a timetable for the days they're in placement is a simple and effective way to establish mutual expectation, expectations from the placement area and from the student. This doesn't need to be detailed at first and could be personalised as a student progresses through their placement. For example, if a student expresses an interest in the formulation meeting, they can attend that. Technical skills. There's no such thing as a digital narrative and we all need to learn technical skills such as using an Outlook calendar or Microsoft Teams. Checking in with students that they understand how to use the expected technology and they have a laptop is critical for success in an online placement.
Also, as well, learning digital etiquette is, a, is an important step. The students identified um, etiquette such as muting their microphone, raising their hand, um, confidentiality is all important things to build their confidence and ease anxieties. Reflection. One of the most interesting things about working remotely is the missed transient conversations had between appointments. Often knowledge is transferred from the assessor or supervisor in short but meaningful exchanges. This is difficult to recreate with remote placements, but as with any clinical work, a reflective account by the student can go a long way to assess their understanding of the situation. This can be reviewed by the practice assessor in a short meeting at the end of the day. Thank you for listening to my recording about um, the role of the link lecturer in remote placements. Hello. This recording will look at supporting students as a link lecturer through the lens of the NMC, which stands for the Nursing Midwifery Council Standards for Education and Training. The NMC provided disciplinary framework which guides my practice as a link lecturer. This critical reflection will be about the support and teaching I'm providing to students on placement. Critical reflection should be built into my ongoing practice as a teacher as described by Ashwin. Benchmark statements are a way to ensure the teaching I'm providing is of good quality and in line with other universities who, who produce a similar course. I will use Ralph's, Rolf's reflective model to ask the question, what next, to reflect on the steps I will take in future to enhance my practice as a teacher. The PSRB 5.5 of the NMC benchmark statements asks that curricula are co-produced with stakeholders who have experience relevant to the programme. In terms of link lecturing, I ensure that there is a rep representative from the NHS Trust that contributes to the support sessions, either by being present at the session or by reviewing the learning outcomes and curriculum design. Being critical, I believe there's room for improvement in this area of my practice in terms of co-production. For example, the support sessions could include practice assessors who are supporting the students in practice and indeed service users who have accessed services. This is one of the unforeseen benefits of online support as it is easier to invite diverse stakeholders who wouldn't have been able to attend physically uh, to teaching sessions. In future then, I will include practice assessors in online support sessions. This would also strengthen the community practice and reinforce ties with the practice areas. Another issue that has arisen in my role as link lecturer is attendance. Because the sessions are not teaching and therefore they aren't compulsory, there's been limited attendance. The NMC state that educators should receive constructive feedback throughout the programme from stakeholders with experience of, of the programme to, to promote and encourage reflective learning. Brookfield also argues that we should think about students', students eyes in our critical reflection. Anonymous Google Forms are one strategy to collect feedback. Think about this in terms of my link lecturing role and improving attendance. I'll endeavour to collect feedback from the students going forward as to how to increase attendance. Whether they would prefer more structured section sessions, which could be reflecting on specific topics such as mental health, um, risk in mental health, or something like student well-being. This might incentivize attendance at these online support sessions. Another approach ad advocated by Brookfield is to ask colleagues of their ex their experience in providing support, uh, provi providing support to students in practice. 
what what my colleagues have to say about increasing attendance and engagement. So thank you for listening to Patchwork 2.